Hey, God morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is January 26th. I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Nicole Deandra because sometimes you gotta let someone know you just love them a lot. Okay, let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me, In the presence of mine enemies, thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Amen. Okay, let's dig right in. We've got a message uh, from God today. So I was led to it, and I'm going to do my part. It's called Our Great Mission. If you are a believer, then you are part of the awesome body of Christ, which is called to bring his light to the world, both individually and corporately. Though many see the church as a social organization, it's not what the Bible says it is at all. Sometimes we forget that our purpose isn't simply to have fellowship, to sing, to praise, to preach, or worship. Jesus entrusted us with good news of the true life that he offers to everyone. This calling isn't just for our foreign missionaries, it is for every single believer. Your mission field includes your family, your friends, your co-workers, and perhaps even 
a people group that God puts in your heart, often right in your community. So you got to look around. Before returning to heaven, Jesus gave his disciples the great commission in which he promised to be with believers to the end of the age. That pledge still stands today. And he doesn't send us out to do his work on our own. He vows never to leave us. He gave us the assurance that all tasks that he assigns will be achieved through us by his Holy Spirit. What an honor to be included in the Lord's redemptive plan for the world. He invites you to have a vital part in his kingdom work and transforming what is broken and giving new life to others. Everything you do in obedience is an opportunity for his spirit to work powerfully through you. He is still speaking his message of assurance to us. He says, you'll have me as your companion, your captain, your victory. You'll have me as your resource, your energy, your anointing. Everything you need, you'll find in me. Amen. We are on a great mission, listeners. So let us listen and follow our mission. Stay right there. Be right back with more prayers. And Father, how grateful we are that we don't have to beg, we don't have to plead, we don't have to wonder, we don't have to doubt. We just know that everything that you've said is absolutely true and that anyone who is willing to ask you to forgive them of sin and surrender their life to your lordship, to your way and to your will, everything will change in their life for all eternity. And we are grateful beyond all ability to express thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, amen. And now God's promises for your life. First Thessalonians 5. Pray without ceasing. He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. Jesus taught that answered prayer requires persistence. There may be a period when the door of blessing on which we hammer in prayer remains shut to us. Yet if we persist in knocking, the promise is that God will eventually open the door. Amen. God's way day by day. Page turn. <laughs> Sin and temptation. First Peter two twenty one. Follow his steps. Who committed no sin? Is temptation a sin? No. 
It is not a sin to be tempted. Jesus was tempted and the Bible clearly states that he lived his life without sin or deceit. Sin occurs when we yield to temptation. It is at the point where we give in to temptation is when we sin. A thought popping into your mind is not a sin. Jesus had to think about what the devil said to him in the wilderness. He had to deal with the tempting thoughts that the devil prompted. The thought of sin is not at all the same as the act of sin. So it is when we act on tempting thoughts in a way that crosses the boundary of God's commands that we enter into sin. And hope for each day. Psalm 107.8 Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. This is a good one. When you were very young and first started speaking, did you talk to your parents in long sentences and for great lengths of time? No. And yet, they weren't disappointed in you. They were delighted by your first steps to speak. Well, in the same way, when we truly understand that God is our loving Heavenly Father and we are His children, then we won't worry so much about disappointing Him by our prayers. Don't worry about the lack of eloquence, no matter how simple they are. God delights in our prayers, and when they truly express the feelings and desires of our heart, he's especially happy. If prayer feels uncomfortable to you, begin by thanking God for all that he has done for you and praising him for his love and goodness. Then, confess your sins and ask for his forgiveness. Finally, Bring your concerns to him. You may even find it helpful to keep a list of people for whom you are praying. Remember, Jesus Christ opened heaven's door for us by his death on the cross. When we know him, we can be sure that God hears our prayers. And listeners, we know him. So you can be sure that God is hearing your prayers. Amen. 1 John 2.28 Abide in him that when he appears we may not be ashamed before him at his coming. Almost 2,000 years ago Jesus Christ won the decisive battle against sin and the devil through his death and resurrection. The devil did his very best to defeat God's plans, but he could not win against God's overwhelming power. So yet the war continues, for although the devil is a defeated foe, he is still alive and does everything that he can to block God's work. But when Christ comes again, the war, it will be over. His victory over evil will finally be complete and he will usher in an age in which sin and death will no longer rule. Cruelty and suffering 
will no longer exist. So for you who believe in Jesus Christ, the future is assured. It is super bright. Tomorrow belongs to you. You await the distant trumpet announcing the coming of Jesus Christ. And in the meantime, let nothing discourage you. Keep your eyes on Christ and live each day as if he were coming tomorrow. After all, he might. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be back with God's purpose for your life. And we're back. Psalm 143.6 My soul longs for you as a parched land. Only God can meet all your needs with his infinite power, love, and wisdom. So if you are hoping for someone else to do so, your focus is misplaced. That may be the cause of some of the emptiness that you feel. This is because no person, no group, or organization is equipped to satisfy you fully, certainly not the deep inner needs that are vital to your sense of wholeness. The reach of human interaction always falls short, specifically because there are areas of our lives that are made to interact with God and Him alone. However, when you allow the Lord to be your source of fulfillment, his presence vastly improves all your relationships. This is because he understands who you are and what it takes to fill your heart. He heals those areas of woundedness that cause you to react in fear and anger sometimes. And he gives you insight into how to love others as he does. People can and should love each other, but no one should ever think that they can satisfy the deeper hungers of another person's soul. Only God can. So look to him, point others to him, and then allow him to fill you completely. Jesus, thank you for understanding me. Be my source, Lord. Teach me how to depend on you for my needs. Amen. And commanding your morning. All of these readings are so beautiful and on point. Okay, Joshua 1.8. Meditate on God's word. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is wherever you go. Amen. God gave very specific instructions to Joshua 
about how to secure success, prosperity, and victory over every adversary. He instructed Joshua to meditate on his word day and night so it would fill his heart, his mind, and his mouth. Then he commanded Joshua to be strong and courageous until his mind and mouth only thought and spoke God's word, Joshua could not have had any hope of being strong and of good courage. So right from the outset, God made it a priority to address the issue of Joshua's mind. No other instructions or strategies took precedence over what occupied Joshua's thoughts. Are you seeing a connection? In the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that I have a cutting-edge kingdom mentality that grants me new ways of thinking, working, and living. Since your word is a lamp unto my feet, I will neither stumble nor fall. I am so excited. My spirit is ignited, and I walk in favor with God and man. In Jesus' name, amen. And now trusting God day by day. It says faith is trusting God. For it is by free grace, God's unmerited favor, that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation through your faith. And this salvation is not of yourselves. It is not of your own doing. It came not through your own striving, but it is a gift of God. Not because of works, not the fulfillment of the law's demands, lest any man should boast. And that was Ephesians 2, 8. Joyce Myers likes to define faith in a very basic easy to understand way. She says, living with a positive attitude that comes from a deep trust in God. That is living by faith. And living by faith is looking at everything in a positive way and trusting in the power of God who loves us and wants the best for us. So when we have faith, we can say in confidence In our hearts, number one, I don't know what to do, but God does. Number two, I don't understand what's going on in my life, but God will make a way for me. Number three, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills this month, but God will provide. Number four, this trial I have doesn't feel good. I don't like it, but I believe God works all things out for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And number five, I don't like the situation that I'm going through, but what the devil means for my harm, God intends for my good. 
These statements and attitudes, they represent and demonstrate faith. Having faith means always trusting in God's love and looking beyond where you are to see the end result. I am me, Pamela. I am trusting God's love and I am looking beyond where I can see an end result. Having faith, listeners, means always being hopeful and refusing to accept defeat. People who live by faith can enjoy every day of their lives. People who live by faith can enjoy every day of their lives. So trust in him. Whatever you are currently facing that is uncomfortable or that you don't understand, choose to have a positive attitude about your situation and trust that God will work it out for good. Amen. What would I do without God's word? What on earth would I do? Okay, let's wrap up today with uh, Proverbs. Okay, we're up to Proverbs 26, and they're pretty strong. Like snow in summer and rain in harvest, honor is not fitting for a fool. Like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse does not come to rest. A whip for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the backs of fools. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you yourself will be just like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, and he will be wise in his own eyes. Sending a message by the hands of a fool is like cutting off one's feet or drinking poison. Like the useless legs of one who is lame is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Like tying a stone in a sling is the giving of honor to a fool. Like a thorn bush in a drunkard's hand is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Like an archer who wounds at random is one who hires a fool or any passerby. As a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their folly. Mm -hmm. Do you see a person wise in their own eyes? Well, there's more hope for a fool than for them. A sluggard says there's a lion in the road, a fierce lion roaming the streets. As a door turns on its hinges, so a sluggard turns on his bed. A sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He is too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. A sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven people who answer discreetly. Like one who grabs a stray dog by the ears is someone who rushes into a quarrel that is not their own. 
like a maniac shooting flaming arrows of death is one who deceives their neighbor and says, I was only joking. Without wood, a fire goes out, and without a gossip, a quarrel dies down. As charcoal to embers and as wood to fire, so is a quarrelsome person for kindling strife. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. Like a coating of silver dross on earthenware are fervent lips with an evil heart. Enemies disguise themselves with their lips, but in their hearts they harbor deceit. Though their speech is charming, do not believe them, for seven abominations fill their hearts. Their malice may be concealed by deception, but their wickedness will be exposed in the assembly. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it, and if someone rolls a stone, it will roll back on them. A lying tongue hurts those, excuse me, a lying tongue hates those it hurts, and a flattering mouth works ruin. Amen. Proverbs, instructions, marching orders, and sometimes commands. So thank you for coming to pray with me today. We will be here every day for you. Just remember to start your day by raising your hands to heaven, inviting God in, letting him do what he does, and you will reap the benefits. God placed heavily on my heart that he wants us to spread this ministry. So would you please do me the favor to tell a few people about this podcast. You may not think it will help them. They may not think it will help them. But God knows it will help them. All of us needs a word from God. All of us needs a jump off point. And then the rest is in our hands to do God's will. So, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And today, just tell a few people that this podcast exists. I really appreciate it. And God does too. (laughs) All right. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Bye for now. And anyone can visit anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. God bless you.